This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Man, it is depressing to think that we're just preaching to the choir. I'm not, I'm not interested in preaching to the choir. When I, when I start thinking I'm only preaching to the choir, I will quit and, you know, uh, and, uh, and do something else. Hey, Joe, you're only preaching to the choir. Hate to have to be the one to tell you. That's Mo Yarbrough. Looks like it's time for him to go. First, he has to figure out that he's preaching to the choir. Not the brightest guy in television, which is not setting the bar very high. (laughs) Well, happy uh, Wednesday. Happy hump day to you. Hump day in the Clinton household. Hillary's got to clear out. Waking up once again face down in a pool of her own dried vomit. Empty cardboard one-gallon box of cheap New Zealand Chardonnay. Secret Service standing over her. Tisk tisk. Oh, what might have been, but thankfully was not. Sad, sad Hillary. Poor, poor Hillary. She's like a character in a John Waters film, isn't she? She's like, she reminds me of Divine, I think, in Polyester. Yeah, nobody knows Divine in Polyester. I know. That's okay. I get a kick out of it anyway. It's also uh, Mailbag Day because it's Wednesday here on the Chris Plant Show, and that means it's Mailbag Day, and and uh, we collect um, questions sent in by you, our beloved and brilliant listeners, and um, and then I uh, try to answer them. I, I generally do answer them. I, I trail real hard. And uh, Kevin, he collects the questions for the mailbag on Wednesdays, and I have the, I have the sheets right here, right here in front of me, with mailbag questions. I think I can answer these, although I haven't really examined all of them yet. I'll have to see. And we have a great many stories to cover here today. I don't know. It's uh, there's a story out of Loudoun County, Virginia, with the terrorists, the left-wing terrorists, posing with the guns, and you know, like this is what I've got for you, uh, something like this. Are growing scales and horns. These radical left-wingers, but of course. You know, they're not going to really get in any trouble for the terroristic threats because, you know, the left, the left is so corrupt, so profoundly corrupt, so sickeningly and tragically corrupt, so violently, criminally insane. Uh, but never mind that. If you're, uh, however, Enrique Tario of the Proud Boys, well, he just got uh, 22 years in prison. On the Washington Post, it's their lead story, upper right-hand corner of the A-sectional, in the uh, Washington Post today, owned by information oligarch Jeff Bezos, who is, um, you know, part of the fascist enterprise that is the, the Democrat Party, the left, and the information oligarchs, the, uh, the merge, the merging, the merger of corporate and state power. 22 years in prison for top plotter of January 6th is the top plotter. He wasn't in Washington, D.C., on January 6th, but he's a top plotter. He was already in trouble because he pulled down a Black Lives Matter flag, a banner from a, a, a funny church in Washington, D.C. 
And um, and he's black, of course. But they tried to deny him that. Have you noticed that? They tried to deny him his blackness uh, because, you know, they're the party of the Confederacy. And they're racists, I think, is the shortest version of that. But this is extraordinary. Ex-Proud Boys leader sentenced. Tario gets longest term so far in Capitol Riot. Um, what was the longest term in the left-wing riots that burned my city and set the Church of the Presidents on fire and trashed the <clears throat> the Reagan uh, Center and forced the evacuation of the president and in- injured hundreds of police officers? And there was arson and looting and mayhem. And uh, even on Inauguration Day, that's uh, as long after Inauguration Day, but on Inauguration Day, they torching a limousine and trashing, attacking people going to inaugural balls. And and how many, what was the longest sentence from all of the left-wing violence, all the looting, the looting in my neighborhood, the looting in the neighborhood of the radio station where I'm sitting right now? What were the longest sentences handed out in those violent assaults, those orchestrated, organized people coming in from around the country and their pallets of frozen water bottles to throw at the police and the M80s thrown at the police. Those are an eighth of a stick of dynamite with a waterproof fuse that'll blow your hand off. Uh, what were the longest sentences there? I just, I'm just interested in equal justice under law, uh, whereas the left, of course, would kill all of their enemies and bury them in shallow graves. Uh, but we'll, uh, we'll get into that as we go as we go forward. Pretty amazing stuff. Also, Joe Biden. You see Joe Biden yesterday at the White House awarding the Medal of Honor to a uh, great uh, 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 Vietnam veteran and then wandering off like a jellyfish. Did you see him? He lost track of where he was and just went wandering off with this weird smirk on his face. And And the uh, Medal of Honor recipient, uh, Larry Taylor, a uh, great, brave American U.S. Army helicopter pilot, saved lives in the Vietnam War, uh, risking his own life to do so. And all these years later, being awarded the Medal of Honor at um, at the White House by the President of the United States. It's sad it had to be Joe Biden. And then Joe Biden just kind of lost track of what was going on. And, you know, he's humming and he just drifted off the stage and walked away, looking confused and befuddled with his arms hanging at his side, stumbling because he is not up to the job. Boy, is he not up to the job. Just uh, just amazing. Also, because the Democrats have these open border policies, we got, you see in New York City, New York City, the city that never sweeps, they're uh, planning on dropping in, what is it, 19,500 illegal alien children to New York City schools in the coming days. And they don't have to be vaccinated or anything like U.S. citizens. They don't have to. That's no big deal. Don't worry about that. Um, but the, uh, the funny thing is, that it turns out with their 19,500 illegal alien children uh, going into the schools in New York City, um, the uh, the Democrats and the media, but I repeat myself, are very upset. And uh, it turns out that uh, Governor Greg Abbott in Texas put out a list. He put out a, a sheet with all the numbers of the people that he has bussed from Texas to other jurisdictions. And and the New York City, they, they're going around saying, we've got 100,000, they call them migrants, illegal aliens in New York City. That's what they say, 100,000. And they say they're currently housing 60,000 illegal aliens in New York City. Well, it turns out that Texas 
you know, has put illegal aliens on buses who are here illegally, which is illegal. Uh, and they're in Texas, and the Democrats could care less because they hate everything and everyone, and especially Texas. Um, but it turns out Governor Abbott put together a list. Texas has bussed over 35,000 migrants to self-declared sanctuary cities. And to Washington, D.C., 11,300, that's first on the list. To New York City, over 13,300, 13,300 illegals have been bussed to New York City by Governor Greg Abbott in Texas, right? 13,300. But somehow New York City says they have 100,000 illegal aliens. Huh, where'd the rest come from? And they have 60,000 currently housed in, I think, the Waldorf and the Pierre and the Four Seasons or something like that with the amount of money they're paying. Might as well be. And, and I'm just scratching my head this morning. Wait a minute, you've sent 13,300 to New York City and they're asking for billions and billions of dollars because they say they have 100,000 illegal aliens. I wonder if they're lying and it's a shakedown to get billions of federal tax dollars so they can steal it you know, like the left does all over the world. But uh, pretty amazing. And Greg Abbott put out these numbers. Over 6,700 to Chicago. Over 2,600 to Philadelphia, uh, where the, you see the police commissioner resigned there, the crazy police commissioner, and the idiot Democrat mayor uh, blamed Trump for crime. <laughs> these people are very severely mentally impaired. And Trump derangement syndrome is, it's just, it is a very real uh, medical malady that the so many millions of Democrats are suffering from, many of them in elected positions. And uh, Joy Behar, did you see her? She blamed Trump for rain uh, at the Burning Man Festival in Nevada. She blamed Trump for rain. It rained in Nevada in what they call the monsoon season on the West Coast. And, and uh, on uh, ABC, they pay her millions of dollars to go on and say things like this, that... Uh, that's ABC, right? And uh, God, it's not like I've ever watched the show. I only see the clips on the internet of them being crazy. And uh, they are crazy, man. They're mental. Man, I love that uh, Whoopi Goldberg. Every time she walked into a ladies' room, there were women sprawled out on the floor all over the place giving themselves abortions. That's, that's her life experience. Or her mental illness. Hard to say. And uh, Joy Behar, yeah, it rained at the uh, Burning Man Festival in the desert of Nevada. And it's Trump's fault. That is a mental illness. She's certifiably ill. And uh, and then the mayor of Philadelphia blames Trump for crime uh, when he's talking about the police commissioner resigning uh, during a crime wave. These are mentally ill people. They're very severely mentally ill. 1,000 illegals sent by Greg Abbott in Texas to Denver and over 480 to Los Angeles, California. Come on, that's a much bigger city. They should get a lot more than that. They should get a million, I think. We should send a million. I don't know if you can uh, get enough buses, but send a million to Los Angeles. And, uh, and Beverly Hills, drop them off on Rodeo Drive, see how everything goes. Maybe they can you know, they can put them up in the Beverly Wilshire Hotel there until they run out of space. So it would be very nice for them. And, uh, and that's it. So uh, 480 to I think another bus arrived in Los Angeles yesterday. And the Democrats are all in a panic. Hey, don't, you know, not in my backyard stuff, uh, up the yin-yang. They're quite amazing. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Man, oh, man. And the Washington Times, your newspaper of record in Washington, D.C., their lead story is not Enrique Tarrio being sentenced to more than two decades in prison for not being in Washington, D.C. on, uh, on uh, January 6th, right? 
But their lead story is Hunter Biden involved in White House affairs. I'm sorry, could you define affairs? Because, you know, I know they're spreading monkeypox in there, but emails show 1,000 business contacts with office. Why is that going to be a problem? Because uh, that's all perfectly normal, isn't it? I think that's supposed to be perfectly normal. Also, the news media is in a panic about the weather because it's hot in Washington, D.C. And it's kind of funny because yesterday they were talking about a weather record, a temperature record being broken in Washington, D.C. And the record was sent, I, I think it was in uh, 1881. Is that is that correct? I think the weather record was set for the date in 1881. And I'm supposed to... Um, say, wow, uh, it's uh, hot as it's been since 1881. It must be because of your SUV. And But uh, what made it so hot in 1881? If if that's so abnormal, then why was it? I, I don't believe there were combustion engines polluting the streets of the United States or Hong Kong or any place else in 1881. So why was it so hot in 1881? Just curious, you know, I don't, don't want to bring science into it or anything. You know how they are when you start talking science. They become they become completely crazy. Yes, sir. And uh, the crime wave that is the Democrat Party across the United States leading to uh, police officers resigning in record numbers, uh, retirements and alarming numbers, all of this uh, good stuff. So we've got uh, we've got some of that some of that going on. Just a little bit of this and a little bit of that. Um, pretty amazing, pretty amazing stuff, I've got to say. Uh, and with that, we're going to be posting our story sheet as well so you can follow along at home and share the stories with your family and friends because we collect a bunch of news stories and then I try to get to as many as I can during the course of a day. Um, can't always get to all of them because they give us way too much. You know who they are, them, those people. Yeah, that's right, the criminals, the uh, the left, the, uh, you know, there. And uh, Biden Blitz ad campaign will bombard NFL opener with ads targeting battleground states. They're attacking MAGA Republicans. And then they're going to loot the stadiums and burn them to the ground because, you know, that's what they do. Pretty, uh, pretty amazing stuff. Um, also, the Hunter Biden and uh, David Weiss, the Biden friend who's the special counsel in the Hunter Biden case, they're supposed to show up in court today to do some splaining. You know, they've got they've got a court date today. We'll see about that. Um, at the White House briefing yesterday, Cringe was asked about treating Joe Biden like a baby, since that's in a new book by a friendly Biden biographer who's making the rounds of every television show in the world right now. We got the uh, Kremlin and Kim Jong Un in North Korea and. Xi Jinping, ricochet rabbit in China, uh, coming together because the Cold War is back on, thanks to Joe Biden and his ineptitude. Antony Blinken, who started the whole fake uh, felonious 51 intelligence level, uh, letter rather, uh, he showed up in, in Kiev, and you'd think he was George Patton or something watching the news. He flew in there on a luxurious plane. Got, a, got amazing stuff for you. Um, you know, the weather, the crime, the Democrats. We're at 
Hey, it's Chris Plant, excited to tell you about our July 2024 Listener Sea Cruise. We'll be sailing around the British Isles, visiting Scotland and Ireland. Please join us. Book by this July 31st for extra savings. Visit chrisplantcruise.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust, or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Ah, the Democrats. Now the um, 200 million illegal alien children that will be attacking New York City schools this week Uh, None of them are required to be vaccinated because Democrats, that's the explanation for that, because Democrats are not on the side of the United States. They used to be, but they're not anymore. The party has fled uh, and uh, they've gone insane. All right, let's go to the, uh, let's go to the telephones, Michael. We're at 888-630-9625. Let's go to Sue calling from Damascus, Maryland. Susu, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Thank you, Chris. And um, I wanted, when they started, when Abbott and DeSantis started busing the illegals to this area, like in front of Harris's house and, and uh, in, into Washington, D.C., that didn't really do much of anything because Montgomery County and Arlington County were, were happy to get them because they get more money every illegal that they bring in. And what I tried to do, contacted DeSantis's office, Abbott's office, went to the local newspapers, couldn't get any, any steam on this, was last summer, the summer of 2022, was the first time in two years at least, maybe three, that people were able to go on vacation. And all those beach houses in Delaware, Rehoboth, and Bethany are owned by mostly rich Washingtonians, and they rent them out for a couple of thousand dollars a week, and they haven't been able to do that for a couple of years, that's where the illegals should have been bust. They should have (laughs) dropped them off on the boardwalk, and you have thousands and thousands of illegals walking up and down that boardwalk, and the families who are going to pay a couple of thousand a month to rent that beach house are not going to go there. And the crime is going to skyrocket, and it should have been right there, and they should and Biden should have seen them every day. And those beach towns would have gone crazy. Nobody's going crazy when you send it to Washington, D.C., because, you know, Montgomery County is happy to get them. And so is Arlington County. But they're missing the bus by not sending them to the Delaware beach towns. Well, I uh, very good advice, uh, Sue. I thank you. You know, it should also be reminded because the news media has already stopped talking about it. We're in day six of a police manhunt in Pennsylvania and doubtless Maryland and Ohio for an illegal alien who was wanted for murder in Brazil and stabbed a woman to death, stabbed her 20, 38 times in front of her children. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about 
how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford anything, wherever you listen. Uh, the 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 Democrat see all illegals should go to Democrat states. Uh, the killers, the gang members, the the cartel members, the human traffickers, the drug traffickers should all go to Democrat states and and Washington D.C. of course because. But there's this guy um, Danilo Cavalcante, Danilo Cavalcante, and he's an illegal alien from Brazil. And uh, he was wanted for murder in Brazil, but uh, we just waved him into the country and said, go ahead and murder more, murder more people here, be a criminal here. And the Democrats said, yeah, we need more murder here. So they waved this Danilo Cavalcante into the country. And now, six days later, the uh, radical leftists uh, at uh, CNN have the headline, Manhunt for Escaped Killer Continues for Sixth Day, Leaving School Districts Closed and a Pennsylvania Community on Edge. I bet he's not in the Pennsylvania community anymore. Chester County, Pennsylvania sounds nice, doesn't it? Chester County, Pennsylvania. A manhunt for Danilo Cavalcante has communities in southeastern Pennsylvania. That's uh, close to Maryland and Delaware and and, uh, you know, uh, Washington, D.C., not too far away, has uh, southeastern Pennsylvania on high alert. And it's, uh, it's shifted, the uh, manhunt has, uh, after the escaped murderer was spotted just south of the original search area. State police said on Tuesday, Calvacante escaped from Chester County Prison on Thursday morning. You know, last Thursday. Today is Wednesday. And authorities began scouring a uh, heavily wooded area they should scour uh, uh, and uh, um, southeastern uh, Pennsylvania. And they're looking all over for him. They're looking all over for him. Now, this is a guy, The see, the CNN story will not tell you that he's an illegal alien, right? They won't tell you that. And uh, he's a Brazilian who is wanted for murder in Brazil, but uh, pay no attention to that because they really don't care. Now, He's wanted for a 2017 homicide in Brazil, which uh, and uh, he uh, fled Brazil and came to the United States since we have open borders. And then he made his way to Pennsylvania, where he stabbed a woman and killed her, stabbed her 38 times in front of her two little children. Then he's convicted of murder and then he escaped. But that's OK. Uh, let's also not forget about the uh, another Brazilian. This is just one country and two people. A man convicted of 11 murders in Brazil arrested in Rye, New Hampshire, which is not a border state uh, and and uh, not our southern border anyway. And he was a Brazilian military police officer who was convicted in 11 murders. <clears throat> and he was sentenced to about 276 years in prison for the 11 murders. And then he escaped and he came to the United States and he didn't stay in uh, Texas He went to New Hampshire, where he was picked up by Immigration and Customs Enforcement. Um, 
which the Democrats don't want to cooperate with. They will, they refuse to cooperate with immigration and customs enforcement all over the country. Not every single Democrat, but all over the country, Democrats are refusing to cooperate with immigration and customs enforcement because the bottom line is the Democrats, by way of their policies, they want more murder in the United States. They want more murderers. They want more fugitive murderers. They want more illegal aliens. They're not on our side. Boy, are they not on our side. Now, in New York City, again, they're planning on waving in thousands of illegal aliens to the school system there without vaccinations because that's okay because the more crimes you commit, the more the Democrats like you. See? Did you see they uh, they haven't arrested the guy that beat that woman on the New York City subway with a cane? I think he beat her 60 times for two minutes, a 60-year-old woman, 3.30 in the morning, a Harlem subway stop, and uh, police have identified the man as a Democrat, and he uh, beat this woman, uh, could have easily beaten her to death, and now they found out who it is, they haven't arrested him, he's still on the loose, but he has nine prior arrests, including for violent attacks and for drugs and for various things. And uh, this is New York City and Washington, D.C. and Chicago and Los Angeles and San Francisco and Seattle and Portland. And, and it goes it goes on and on. But back to New York for a moment. They have a mayor there, Eric Adams, who is not a good mayor. He's a terrible mayor. He's a horrible, horrible mayor. And he's a Democrat. Did I mention that he's a Democrat? New York City rushes to enroll migrant students ahead of first day of school, September 7th. September 7th, that's tomorrow. See, September 7th. And uh, New York City education officials, they have uh, officials that are education officials, were scrambling Tuesday to get as many migrant kids registered before the start of the school year in two days. About 19,500 kids currently live in temporary housing, most of them asylum seekers. A kid isn't an asylum seeker. A kid is being dragged along with adults. And, um, you know, he's not, the kid didn't flee whatever hellhole, um, you know, socialist paradise that uh, all these people are fleeing to seek asylum in the United States. So to call children asylum seekers is like, you know, like say they, they can choose their gender and that makes sense. Kids can't do that. So amazing stuff. 19,500, according to recent numbers released by City Hall, if you can't believe them. And most have been enrolled since 2022 because of the open borders of uh, Joe Biden and all that stuff. Now, again, I just read you the numbers from the governor of uh, Texas, Greg Abbott, who said that they have sent on buses to New York City 13,300 people, 13,300 people. Now, Eric Adams, he is going around saying that they have 100,000 illegal aliens. So... I detect a disparity of about 86,700 illegal aliens. Where'd the other 86,700 come from? Because 13,300 of them came from Texas and Governor Greg Abbott. The rest are on Joe Biden's plate and Kamala, Kamala Harris. So uh, 19,000, and here's the the headline. New York City schools enroll 20,000 migrants, 19,500, whatever, rounding error. None required to show proof of vaccination. None required to show proof of vaccination. But, 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 uh, that's because, what's the explanation there, Michael? 
Democrats. Democrats is the answer. Mm-mm-mm. And NYC migrant crisis, Fox 5, New York City. Uncertainty over immunization deadlines for migrant children. They're telling them, oh, just go ahead and show up at school, and we're going to ask you to sign a paper that says that you have 30 days to get the uh, kid uh, vaccinated, right? Uh, but who knows if they're even with their parents. It's a, it's a, you know, a crapshoot. The New York Times headline, how 100,000 migrants became a political crisis in New York. Note it's not a humanitarian crisis. It's just a political crisis. You know why? Democrats, you know, they, they, in the end, they may take the 100,000 and, and put them in wood chippers and use them as a mulch for city gardens and, and plots. Uh, amazing. Mayor Adams announces New York City has cared for more than 100,000 asylum seekers. Are any of them fugitives from Brazil who murdered lots of people and are going to murder again? Just, uh, just curious. It is unfair as this city continues unfair. to evolve that a national crisis, national humanitarian crisis, crisis of a level that has never been experienced before is now dropped into the lap of this city with no support that we deserve. He wants money. That's the bottom line. He wants federal tax dollars uh, to go into the coffers of New York City because he sees it as an opportunity to shake down the federal government to shake down the American people. Uh, And, uh, you know, that's the uh, thing. Also in New York City, in case you didn't see this, I think everybody's seen it now, right? It's I always love on TV when they say, we have to caution you, this video may be disturbing, which is why we're showing it for the 47th time today. Uh, And, yeah, I know, I remember the warning from the last time around. But it turns out that they know this criminal because they've arrested him at least nine times in the past. And he, as it turns out, is a Democrat. He's a registered Democrat voter, and he was beating these these uh, this sixty year old woman with a cane, beat her and pummeled her. And it turns out the uh, the police were called to the scene by the subway woman. They call her a worker, but I'm not a communist. Uh, she's an employee of the subway system in New York. She made the video of the man. I can't expect her to come out and fight this. 270-pound criminal. Uh, The woman is in this booth that's bulletproof for a reason because it's New York City and it's full of Democrats who will shoot and kill you at the drop of a hat. But uh, even though handguns are illegal, you know, the problem is not our guns, it's your sons. Cops let suspect walk in heinous caught-on-camera New York City subway beating of 60-year-old woman. And there's the video streaming along, and he's just beating her and beating her. His pants have fallen down. He's not wearing underwears. He's a career criminal who doesn't know how to wear pants. And so the uh, ex-convict who allegedly beat, uh, allegedly, here's the video, a 60-year-old woman with her own cane, no less, in a Harlem subway station was cut loose by cops after the heinous caught-on-camera assault. And the officer's response is under investigation, the New York Post has learned. In the now viral recording, the hulking suspect, publicly identified by cops Tuesday as 43-year-old Norton Blake. Norton! Hey, Norton Blake uh, bashed Laurel Reynolds, 60 years old, dozens of times in the head, her stomach, leg, 
arms, back, and hands as she fell to the ground, trying to fight him off with her feet at the uh, West 116th Street and Lenox Avenue Station. About 3.30 a.m. on Friday, party, 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 party all the time. Uh, And uh, Reynolds, the woman who was beaten, says, they should have arrested him, you think? Uh, She said that uh, she's disabled and uses a walker and doesn't work. Uh, The uh, New York Post bedside interview in the hospital. I don't deserve that, she said. Not at all. Not at all. And I pray to God that it doesn't happen to no one else, she said. I think she meant to say to anyone else. They need to keep that man off the street. That's a good idea. And, of course, he's a a lunatic who has been arrested again and again and again and again for a whole range of crimes. But uh, he was loose on the streets because of Democrats and free to beat this woman, whose daughter is named uh, Lashana Reese, and she's 41 years old. She laughed out, lashed out at the cops. See, it's the, because she's a Democrat, so she blamed the cops. Uh, for failing to arrest Blake in the station, they had conflicting stories, you know, like that. And uh, she said, the man could have killed my mother. You all did nothing. I have a problem with that. That seems fair enough, actually. He needs help. No He shouldn't be on the street, said Reese, who works naturally at the crisis management system in the Bronx Community Justice Center because, you know, it's an industry, uh, thanks to Democrats. He just attacked my mother and beat her with a cane. He don't belong on the street. I think she meant to say he doesn't belong on the street. Um, So this is uh, Blake, the, the criminal. The police tell the New York Post that he has nine prior arrests for a variety of crimes, drug possession, assault, trespassing, resisting arrest. Uh, And when police got there, uh, he gave the police a fake name. And it looked like he didn't have a wallet because his pants were down around his thighs. And uh, and that's okay, because that's how Democrats dress. But they let him walk, so he's on the loose. They said, well, there are conflicting stories between what the woman said. Of course, there's video, and and the subway lady made video with her phone from her bulletproof box. And this is Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome. And it's the city and the country that the Democrats are creating with uh, mad Brazilian mass murderers on the loose and, uh, and, 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 you know, single murderers, too. They're not all Brazilian mass murderers. Some just murdered one person in Brazil. Others murdered 11 people in Brazil. And I assume in between as well. But that's your Democrat Party. And this is the country that they're making because... They're not on our side. Yet, if you watch ABC, you're going to hear that Donald Trump is the most dangerous man in the country. Pretty uh, pretty amazing stuff. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Yes, sir. And Enrique Tario of the Proud Boys was sentenced yesterday to 22 years in prison for not beating a single woman, for not shooting anybody. Um, honestly, these people... Uh, equal justice under law is not their bag. Not their bag at all. Yeah, Enrique Tario, 22 years. How many years for the person that torched the Church of the Presidents? Nothing violent by Enrique Tario. Not a single violent act. He wasn't even there, in fact, which would seem to be a fairly good defense. But no, it's seditious conspiracy. That's what they convicted him of in Washington, D.C. Let's convict those 51 criminals in the intelligence community 
that engaged in a seditious conspiracy to corrupt the presidential election and use their official offices to do that. That was a seditious conspiracy to throw the election. What Enrique Tarrio did was nothing compared to what John Brennan did and Mike Morrell uh, and, of course, Dana Bash's ex-husband. All right, a lot more crazy from the uh, Democrats. Yeah, they let the crazy guy walk. He's still on the loose. Mask mandates coming back because Democrats, and they don't care what you do as long as it's mandatory. You know how they are. Uh, Let's go to the telephones, Michael. Let's go to Justin calling from Wilmington, North Carolina. Justin, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Hey, good morning, Chris. Hey, Justin. So so I was just doing uh, a little thinking they have 20,000 brand new students in New York City alone that probably don't speak English. And the average cost of a one year of public education in New York City, I thought I heard one time was 36,000, very high there. Um, it's probably even higher for uh, people who don't speak English. English is sec- second language. Right. But if you uh, multiply 20,000 students times just 30,000 a year, that's 600 million. So we're probably talking $1 billion, which is going to translate into the people of New York City's property taxes. So somebody better wake them up and say, hey, your property taxes are going up. You better sell your property because you're not going to be able to afford it soon. And uh, probably not going to be able to afford your medical care either because the hospitals are going to have to recover you know, um, the cost of people who don't pay Um so, anyways, this is uh, socialism, and it's an economic invasion. It's a, it's a plan of economic devastation and destruction of American prosperity. Um, we need to eradicate socialism root and branch. Yeah. Or we're going to be broke and impoverished. Well, you know, that's uh, one of the goals of the radical left, the Cloward and Piven strategy, a couple of left-wing college professors who have been plotting for uh, decades now to bankrupt capitalism by bankrupting the United States of America, by overloading us and overwhelming us with social welfare programs. And, and uh, Justin, I just looked it up, and, and uh, according to educationnext.org, New York City Public Schools, uh, spending soars to $38,000 per student. That's in May, May 4th of 2023. 38,000, you said 36,000, pretty pretty close, uh, but actually a little more than that. And uh, Justin, you know, the goal of the left is to bring us down, and the left is the Democrat Party now. We're going to have to revolt against socialism. Yeah, uh, bankrupting us everywhere you look. And uh, uh, Barack Obama, I played the audio here, Barack Obama warned us that we all better learn to speak Spanish. Uh, because they've got a plan for our country, and it's and it's not favorable to our country or our future, uh, or for our children. And Justin, you're you're on to them. And uh, there are a lot of us out here, myself included, certainly sounding the alarm and uh, trying to warn the people of the United States of America that the left is here. These are not liberals. <laughs> The 
the Bigger Pockets portfolio of podcasts are worthy of your investment. We're having a real conversation as real real estate investors. New episodes available every day. It's important to buy where it makes money and not necessarily where you want to travel to. Bigger Pockets on the market, rookie real estate or money podcast. The purpose of flipping is to create more cash so then you can reinvest into other types of properties. The Bigger Pockets podcast on YouTube or wherever you listen.